Welcome to our first podcast. This is Lauren with my co-host, Tracy, and our producer, Jay. And tonight we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, but our first topic on our agenda is to talk about Thanksgiving, which is Thanksgiving 2016, which is coming up in two days. Um, and we are on Facebook, so we have seen a lot of people complaining about Thanksgiving this year because they Wedding. don't want to be with their drunk relatives who are Republicans. Or Democrats, consider, depending on which right. side you're coming from. And I think what I expected, I mean, uh, when things shook out the way that they did, I thought we would have a time where you go through the stages of death and there's, you know, denial and anger and bargaining and please, I want to move to Canada if things didn't go your way. I think we've created a whole new stage of death in the nation right now because it's a non-acceptance that we are now. So if let's say you are somebody and who was a very big Trump fan and you're going to walk into your family dinner with your cousin or cousin's sister's husband's best friend's neighbor who loved Hillary. That's going to be really fire charged. There are a lot of people who can't keep their opinions to themselves right now because they're so upset about how things worked out. And I believe this should be about Turkey. <laughs> We're not about politics. Enough, enough. And speaking of relatives, they don't have to be drunk to eat money. We have some silver relatives that yeah. on a real I mean, I have some people who I agree with. And be thankful for the things you have. Exactly. And I'm not trying to be ignorant about it because... Because we don't know what next year Thanksgiving will be. <laughs> um, You're I, the person! So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I think what this election taught me is that we are now a nation of very sore losers and very sore winners. No, we're a nation of people who don't vote. Most of the nation didn't vote. So, Why? You have to kind of go tattle paddle back there. Like, how many people didn't vote because they said, well, neither one of them are, are any good. I don't care who wins. So Kanye didn't even vote. If Kanye doesn't vote, how am I supposed to want to vote? Because Kanye knows everything. Well, that's going to be a red mark against Kanye when he runs in 2020. And then yeah. I admit that he didn't even vote. I think after doing my little bit of research on Kanye today for like the 45 minutes that mm -hmm. I read about him, um, a lot of research. Rule of thumb, well, I fall down rabbit holes all the time. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, wait, he was mean to Taylor Swift. But hold on, why does yeah. why does she hate Katy Perry? And what was that song? Oh, so you went down to Taylor Swift. So yes, yeah. who I love. I actually think she's super sweet. But then you didn't fall further enough along down the rabbit hole. Because I don't think she's super sweet. But that may be another she podcast is. for now. She's not. She's oh, she's stop. a mean girl. I she's think she like is. a little kitten. <laughs> she <laughs> dated John Mayer. He doesn't date kittens. <laughs> is her body a one million? No, that was um, Ghost Girl. Ghost Whisperer Girl. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Her body oh. is a wonderland. Who I love. And I loved that show, even though it was bad. That's another. I one. never watched Ghost Whisperer, but I was um, I was a Party of Five girl, and forever will be loyal to anybody who was on the Party of Five show. Um, because this was before like TiVo, even. 
or on demand, which stole TV. I know. I think actually, I was thinking about this today. Oh my God, I'm taking us off topic. But I was actually thinking today, like, I make such a big deal about having, like, the DVRs on my cable. And I don't know the last time I used DVR because I on demand everything. And we I, don't even need cable. And it infuriates me because we're locked in this two year freaking contract that costs six million dollars to get out of the contract mm -hmm. we have a landline we don't even have a phone because the last time we had a phone jay felt like it was important to carry the phone around with him and he kept losing it we may have a phone it's just the battery's dead and only can find yeah jay lost the <coughs> phone what do you mean like you've lost your landline yes. <laughs> Cordless, a cordless phone. We had a cordless phone in the bedroom, but it was just, we had one, and it was plugged in in the bedroom, and every time Jay would come home, he'd put it in his pocket, and then carry it around the house. I own a corded phone. Oh. I actually have a phone with a cord. Well, you still have that cool little phone box. I do, I do, because I have a retro house. I love that house. But it's a corded phone. I have a great real estate agent, if you want to hear her phone number. Um... But, yeah. It, Shameless it, plug. <laughs> it's a phone. Um, But getting back to, to what we were Thanksgiving. saying. Thanksgiving. I think that we all need to bear in mind that we're not great with the whole being thankful thing. None of us are. We are a very, you know, our society is jaded. And we're a consumer society. So we spend an entire day giving thanks to things we don't care about and then wake up early and spend a ton of money on things that nobody oh, uses. So let's talk about that. So I've never actually done um, a Black Friday event. I haven't done I it in years. I am one of those people that my blood pressure goes down the minute I walk through the front door of any type of retail establishment. I don't need to be buying anything for myself. I regulate my blood pressure in a store. Malls hug me. They beckon me. I love the smell of commerce in the morning. Me too. I love them all. The minute you hit Therapy. Thanksgiving, I want nothing to do with you. And right. I will buy every single gift that I need from now until the end of the year online. Because you take away the fun in it when you're pushing me and you're shoving me. And you're in my mall. You know who takes away the, my space. You know who takes away the fun of it? People who don't feel comfort in the mall so they're never there and then they're there for 30 days out of the year and they ruin it for people like you and I who enjoy our mall all time because now you have these cranky people who aren't seeing the beauty and what's under one roof which is a Sephora a Nordstrom stop my two favorite like <laughs> honest to god there's nothing better than a day of wine, Nordstrom, and Sephora. Exactly. Nothing at all. I don't know why In we haven't done this together. Order. I don't know why we haven't done this together. It's my favorite thing. You know Especially, what, though? I like to do them all alone. Um, I like to do Nordstrom with wine. I like to do anything with wine. Because if you go up to yeah. Nordstrom, and I do like eating at Blue Stove, at Nordstrom, mm -hmm. and um, and then going in and buying something ridiculous. It's it's one of my favorite things. I learned very early on in Evie's existence. Evie is my 10-year-old daughter. I have 10-year-old twins, a boy and a girl. Evie's the girl. That we get along best when we're shopping. Really? Yep. She's just like her mom. Well, that's fantastic. Um, I have two boys. They are not twins, nor 
Do we get along with my shopping? <laughs> oh, I don't take JT to a mall. That's Jay's job. <laughs> um, with Pokemon Go and the genius behind it making a lot of malls Pokestops. Is that still happening? My life Pokemon is Pokemon Go? Oh, so in a huge way. Oh, okay. We never it, got into it. It's made my life a little bit easier because they'll grab their phones or their iPad and um, they'll catch things. While I'm getting my eyebrows threaded, while I'm grabbing something in Old Navy, it makes my life a little bit easier, but it's not the type of thing where I can do a deep dive somewhere and like sit there and relax and go through racks of clothes, and that's what I need in my life in order to stay sane. The problem with taking Evie shopping is we spend three times as much yeah. as if I went by myself. Because she's um, another body. Yeah, and she, I mean... The idea, just the fact that she loves to shop as much as me, I almost can't say no because then she might not like to shop. <laughs> See the predicament? Yeah. I think you just need to take it on the chin at that point, right? And shop with her? Because you should be happy that she wants to shop. Yeah, no, I do. Like, it actually, so I can't remember the year... I can't remember what year it was that she was, what age she was turning, but for her birthday, she was really stumped on what she wanted for her birthday. And I said, you know, I don't know. You don't have to think about it now. Like, it doesn't expire. Like, you don't come up with it. It's fine. Like, me and Daddy will get you a couple of small things. Like, but you can't think of anything, then you can't think of anything. And uh, one day, we were, like, driving home from art class or something, and she was like, you know... I think what I really want for my birthday is just a day that we go for lunch and shop all day. This is why I like her. And, like, I almost cried. And I was like, yes, that's an amazing day. Because that's all any of us really want. I know. Shoot, we got pedicures. Ooh. We got manicures. We ate at the Rainforest Cafe, which is now closed. We went Did to they the put Berlin. something in there? I don't know. We went to the Burlington uh, Mall, mm -hmm. and we walked into Crew Cuts, which is J. Crew for Little People, yep. the first store, and dropped an obscene amount of money <laughs> so fast. <laughs> but she looked adorable, and I bought the, the shorts and shirts, like, one size too big, so she actually got two summers, two seasons out of them. Um, and it worked out, and then I sold them all on the yard sale site for a little bit of a Which profit. is fantastic. When you buy something that has a good yeah. life I mean, to it, you have... Some of her some of her outfits she liked a lot more than other outfits, and those had, like, dirt stains on them or, like, little, like, popsicle stains or a hole here and there. So those... But, but I was able to sell, you know, a, a large amount. And, I mean, I don't try to make a ton of profit, but it helps Anything. in my... Helps. So, Evie and I like to shop, so we buy her own clothes. And then, my sister has um, a daughter, my niece, uh, and I get clothes from her. And my friend Diana gives me clothes from her daughter. Hence the three trash bags. So, the question is... Do you, would you rather not getting, get the extra clothes and have all of the extra or no, is I it like good to, to have the extra? I think it's good to have the extra. I mean, my niece's clothes like are usually pretty, pretty torn up. Like they're like not good quality and she wears specific things like till they're completely worn out. But my friend Diana, the, the issue is that my friend Diana's daughter has 
really great expensive taste. She wears like all Under Armour and Nike stuff. It's wow. not Evie's style. Oh, yeah. And like me and Jay are constantly like, put this on. It's a and $65 sweatshirt. And she's like, no, thank you. Yeah, she's like, mm, no. But every once in a while, Diana, who is a very small woman, will sneak some of her like Abercrombie and Fitch clothes in there or her H&M clothes. So I always take them. But I wanted that. I find Yankee oh, swaps stressful. Yeah, I, I do think they're the worst invention that ever happened. I love them. I just buy what I want and leave with that item. Yeah, but what if somebody else takes <clears> what you want and then you're like. Never happens. I buy specifically what I want. Last year, we do a Yankee swap with my siblings every year. Mm -hmm. And last year, um, I found on Etsy this super cute bottle opener. And it said. Oh my god, what does it say, Jay? Um. Always be yourself, unless you can be Tom Brady. Then no, be Tom be Brady. Tom That's pretty great. And it's a bottle. It's a bottle opener. It's That's on our great. wall in the kitchen. And I was like, "This is awesome. This is great. This is my Yankee swap. It's so perfect." And I knew I wanted it, and I want it back. And like everybody liked it, but nobody wanted it. And I was like, "See, I then you get offended." And that happened to me at my. Oh, I wasn't offended. I wanted it. See, Jay I bought. Had... Jay bought like some dumb book. The book, book I wanted. Jay. I wanted a book. I bought the Did book. Did you get the book? I got the book. We have a. It's a, no, late November. I still haven't read the book, but I own that book anytime I want to read it. The last Yankee swap I was in, I ended up with my own gift, and I didn't plan to get my own gift. And I, and I don't know. I think I had grabbed some alcohol of some sort, like it was some whiskey or something. And I was like, oh, I'll never buy this. I'll grab it. And then at the end, somebody switched, and I was like. Oh. This is my own present. It's the worst. Yeah, see, my siblings, like, they don't drink. Like, me, Jay, and my sister, Robin, drink. But my brother-in-law, Phil, my sister-in-law, Lisa, my brother, Steven, my sister, Lynn, and my brother-in-law, Rich, they don't drink. So it's like... Eek. Yeah. One year, we all bought scratch tickets. <laughs> it's just a scratch ticket. Did anybody swap. win anything? Um, yeah, somebody won, like, $75 or something. always wins. Always wins when you get scratched. Because we have a huge, I mean, it's a huge swap. This is like, there's probably 30 people in it. and It's better. The more is better. My sister is actually, her stepkids are coming up this year, and it's the first time we've ever met them. And we're buying them gifts. Mm -hmm. But I wish that we weren't so they could be part of the Yankee swap. Because that's usually, that's what happens. Like, we don't right. buy gifts for each other anymore. We, we just, do the Yankee swap. We do a yeah. Yankee swap. Our cousins don't do, um... Presents, but the kids do a cousin swap, and now our cousin swap is, we probably have, like, 20 kids in it, ranging from born a week ago to Ryan. That could be fun for the kids. So, um, it, it's, now it's become a little bit, like, how do we manage it? Some people want to do, like, pajamas only, some people want to do gifts. Um, we pajamas is lame. That was brought up recently, and like that. a lot of people didn't want it. I kind of feel that uh, my kid sleeps in rags. He's happy in rags. He decided very early on he did not want his pajamas to match. If you bought him a matching so top weird. and bottom, JT's the same way. He would swap them out yeah. and purposely wear them not matching. So the little one picked this up. They both. Dressed like Punky Brewster. Neither of them know who Punky Brewster is, but I will tell them that they do. And when I'm packing up to go somewhere, 
And if I were to pack them the way they dress, they would look like little homeless ch- children. Right. Evie went through a phase where she wore JT's pajamas. That was kind of cute. So there's another there's another trend at Christmas that I always am a little like, I don't know about this, where people buy, like, bad gifts. Like, Correct. the rule is everybody has to buy. Like, it's not even, so it's not even like a bad, it's not even like they're buying it, I think. I went to a bad gift Yankee swap it, Like, it's like, it's funny. like a re-gift Yankee swap Yeah, I almost, I did that, and I actually was thinking of having that in, like, a January. You bring the worst thing that you bought, because I ended up with a vibrator at my bad gift Yankee swap. That's awesome. I ended up with a vibrator, and I was like, why would you give this away? <laughs> <laughs> This will actually come in handy. I mean, not that it was a good one, but I ended up leaving it in the host's bedroom, which was hysterical. As you do. Um, <laughs> that was a fun party. <laughs> I was like, you need more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I brought mugs that were ugly, <laughs> and I got a vibrator. So I think it's kind of a funny thing to do. But everybody's so busy during the holidays, I kind of get irritated when I have to plan things because there's are always so many things that we need to all do. I mean, your kids are in grade school, there are things. Have you ever done anything or had any interesting, embarrassing things happen at Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving in my family has been pretty low-key for um, a fairly long time. However, I will tell you, we had a really nasty Christmas where little Maddie Francis um, got a double ear infection. That's Tracy's youngest son. And um, I had to bring Maddie (laughs) Fran to the ER at Salem while my turkey was already in the oven on Christmas Day. And my mom and I went, and you would think that it would be pretty empty there, and that's not the case. No, not on a holiday. So... Meanwhile, my sister and my Aunt Carol are home with bottles of wine, and they're upset because, obviously, Maddie's sick. The wine's flowing. (laughs) So when we finally get home, and we've got to get Maddie, go to the 24-hour, there were no 24-hour local um, drugstores. The only one was in, like, Riviera Beach Parkway to get the double ear infection stuff. My sister decides to lay it on my mother after 17 glasses of wine that she never bought her tie shoes, and she didn't know how to tie shoes until third grade, and she hates Velcro now. And that was wine (laughs) talking. (laughs) So there was a whole conversation about, wow, and she really was still holding that. (laughs) She was holding that in. So it's really pretty much Maddie's fault that Lindsay had to tell my mother that she didn't learn how to tie shoes on time. Um, and the turkey had to be turned off and turned on at one point. I don't even know. It was like rubber. It was a bad Christmas. Poor little Maddie. He likes that story though, like for years. Can you tell me the story about when I ruined Christmas? (laughs) I thought thought it was, can you tell me the story about when Auntie Lindsay (laughs) told why she hates Velcro? (laughs) She hates Velcro. So this is the first Thanksgiving since the twins were about two years old that I haven't had at the house. So where are you guys going? I was going to ask you earlier, but I felt this should be on the We're going to my sister-in-law's. She's married to my brother. That's how that works. That's how that well, works. I well, I have another sister in law. I have a sister in law who's your sister. And I, um, and I did need that clarified. 
Well, maybe one of our 1,700 listeners needed that clarified. They've missed us. I know. I've been getting a lot of emails and messages on the website that why haven't you posted your next? I know. Me too. I've been getting a lot of I've been getting a lot of tags on Facebook. Um, so you're going there and you're making pies. I'm making yes, I'm making a pecan pie and a pumpkin pie because I know if I don't make them, then um, it'll just be store bought and I have a problem with. Um, as long as there's a dessert, because that's when things go nasty. If you invite me somewhere and there's no viable desserts around. Well, Jay's big thing was, he's like, why doesn't anybody bring a pie? All I want on Thanksgiving is a pie. So, yeah. like, I would I would cook this big feast. Although, ironically, every year I get a migraine on Thanksgiving. Probably because I start drinking mimosas at 8.30 in the morning. I was going to say stress, but no. Yeah, and a little bit of stress. Um, One of the greatest comeback stories of all time. I don't cook at all. I'm holding the clipboard on the sidelines. Corn goes down with a migraine. I come in, save the day, (laughs) make the turkey, succulent, and I retired right there. That was it. I'll never make turkey again. Well, you can't get better than that. No. You can't touch it. Right. Did you get out of bed? Like, were you away. down for I, the count? Yeah, I was down for the count. She that, miraculously later on. That that day, I was down for the count. Every year, I get like an ocular migraine, or like I get maybe keep the mimosas until like a little later. I know in the day. it's just in prep like of everything. Like, like we um nine maybe we uh go for ten. Another funny story is my friend Stuff Kelly. Good. My friend Kelly every Thanksgiving comes over. In the morning. Because Jay usually works. So I would be here and I would... My mom comes over very early in the morning, makes her famous stuffing, and stuffs the turkey because that grosses me out. Won't even give the recipe. She has to come over to do it. Wow. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, And she'll have a mimosa with me. And then usually after she... Usually after she leaves, my friend Kelly shows up and we have like... 13 mimosas. Yeah. Like Kelly... So, but Kelly likes of the new house, is Kelly going to have her thing? I don't know. I don't know. I, w- I probably won't see Kelly this year because I'm not, I'm not cooking. But funny story about Kelly is one year, Kelly went to the Thanksgiving Eve high school reunion, which we haven't even touched on. And, um, uh, she was shit faced drunk, super hungover, and was supposed to wake up and run a 5k. Rolls out of bed, goes to the 5K. No. Gets to the start line, which is also the finish line. Ducks into Rollies. Has a couple of hair of the dog, Bloody Marys. Stop. Strolls out about 25 minutes later after she sees people crossing the line. And gets her little ribbon that trashed. That is the best story ever. I Why know. is she not here? Because she she's wants my to actually be on hero. the podcast. I know it is, and but she tells it way better because, of course, she comes over and I'm like, "You're a fucking champ! Like that's amazing! That's like a hero Kelly. story." Yeah, and she showed up like three sheets of the wind. <laughs> my best five k time ever was when I ran the walk route, which was shorter. 
this. And I finished it, and I'm like, I just ran like the wind. Da, 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 it took da, da, weeks for me to figure out. It was a mile. And a I ran the walk move. Oh my god, that's great. So hold on, if we're gonna tell embarrassing five K stories, my favorite was the year that we did the was it the Hibernian one. With everybody, like MB and Leanne. And yeah, but I only went with Julie. Julie slept over. We yeah. went out and got hammered it was the night a, before. Then it was definitely the hips, yeah. We get up that morning. The recovery run. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We get up that morning. The race was at 10. We get up at 8. So fuck it, we're not running. We, went, we got McDonald's. I got a steak, egg, and cheese bagel. About 9.30, Julie was having runner's remorse. Said, you know what we paid? We got to go. Oh so I spent three miles trying to decide whether I was going to shit my pants <laughs> or throw up. I didn't either. I finished. I never felt worse in my life, but I did it. 5K, trying not to shit myself. That's what? a tough one because you've got Tower Hill in that run. Yeah. You go directly up Tower Hill. They don't no, mess no, around. No, 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 not in the woods. No, no, the Hibernian. The Hibernian Tower Hill is on Boston Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Tower Hill, the fire stage. You go directly up Tower. Yes, yes, yeah. And you, and then you go into the village. So, but you, that's, that's my one. When Sacred Heart did theirs, they yeah. do it backwards. And you go up and you do. I brought that one, too. All through Walnut. And you end going down Tower mm. Hill. Thank oh, God. Oh, that would be scary, though. I feel like I'd just be like. I that. I you that need one that, though. Andy. You needed it. They're not doing it this year. Um, yeah. I'm probably not doing it anymore anyway. I'm going to tired. So I think we may have wrapped up, and I think that we've given our... I didn't tell my embarrassing Thanksgiving story, but Jay probably doesn't want me to tell it anyway, so... I don't know what well, you should say. Well, now I need to. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. So... I typically drink beer, but every once in a while, I think I can manage wine and i cannot and on thanksgiving a day that i am drinking since nine o'clock in the morning um jay's sister and her new boyfriend come to thanksgiving oh interesting oh yeah it was very interesting and you know we're all sitting around in the living room and we're playing categories as a big family because not only is it my entire family, but we invite Jay's parents and his sister, and oh, wow. now this new boyfriend. Um, everybody leaves, and Jay wants to go to bed. Because I had to work the next morning. Yep, and um, so he, he does go to bed, and Danielle passes out on the couch, so it's me and her new boyfriend, and we... We talk, me and her new boyfriend, and <laughs> and uh, so we talk, and he starts talking about how much he loves Danielle, Aww. and like how they're going to move in together soon, and how she's the one. This poor prick never knew it at And I was so drunk oh, no. that I was like, I don't think you know what you're getting into. <laughs> This is you. Re you really need to think about this. So, throwing this out there, do you think maybe this conversation may have been repeated back? Oh to yeah, sister so, in law. Yes. Oh, oh, it one hundred. It it one hundred percent was. So I was shit faced drunk. So the next morning, Jay goes off to work, 
and I'm nursing a hangover in bed. No, I think you may have told me what was what. No. Because I had to get up in the morning, wake them up to move their car, which was now covered in snow. Oh my God, what a mess. At 5.30 in the morning so I could drive to work. So Danielle calls me at like 8.30 and she was like, what have you done? Mm. Like you said I was a sex addict. That doesn't even. She and she That's said right. To, you called me at work, yeah. and I'm she like, to, why? Well, and, and I was like, I was like, I said what? And she's like, I know what he told me. I was like, that doesn't even sound like something Lauren would ever say. And I was like, I would never say something like that. And she's like, you said it, Lauren. You also said a bunch of other stuff about how he should run away now. How. He doesn't know what he's getting into. Can I just say I'm I, so glad you're on my side. So basically, I told Bo that it seemed like he was a really nice guy and that he probably didn't want to get involved in this family because they were fucked up and crazy. <laughs> and a couple of other things that I won't go into. But I Really? What could you possibly hold <laughs> back? Really touched on sex addiction. <laughs> She likes cock. I felt so bad, and I was like, Danielle, I'm so sorry. And she was like, I think he's gonna break up with me. You know what? Now those kids are married, Mazel Tov. Yeah, they got married. Even if she's a sex addict. (laughs) Because maybe he was too. And And you misjudged him. So the moral of the story. They're gonna get through it together. The moral of the story (laughs) is. I still cannot look him in the eye. Like, I still feel, like, super awkward around him. like, six forces. And, like, embarrassed. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that he's eight feet tall. Like, I still, I'm always like, hey, Bo. Like, I'm always. Remember that time, Bo? Remember? <laughs> oh, he remembers. Yeah, every day. I'm always eating, like, a piece of humble pie whenever I'm around him. And. You know me well enough at this point to know that that There's no humble pie at your table. That does not bode well with me. You're not making that on Thursday. There's no way. There's no way I can make this up. There's no way I can ever take it back. Yikes. And that's why I don't drink wine. Oh, we're blaming wine for this. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. I don't drink wine anymore. On fear, it wouldn't have happened. You might call us, you might call me a sex addict. The best, the other best thing about this story is... And bring up the fact that my family's with... Oh, wait, you already did that in the last story. We know that already. I called Jay, and I was like, Jay, I have something to tell you. This is awful. Oh, my God. After Danielle passed out on the couch and you went to bed, like, I was the biggest, like, the biggest asshole I've ever been in my life, which is really saying a lot. Like, I'm... That's, that might be top five assholes all the time. I mean, like, I can really be not a good person. <laughs> and he's, like, literally, like, at work and he's hungover and he's like, what did you do? <laughs> So I tell him the like whole real hungover. <laughs> like my eyes are bleeding out. I can't believe well. it broke the work. Yeah. So I tell him the whole story. This is the reason why I always love Jay. He wasn't mad at me. He said to me, because I was like, I think he's gonna break up with her. It's all my fault. I'm gonna have to like figure out how to get them back together, which is always bad. Like I'm always That's trying a to really play. good like 90s movie. Believe me, there's so many 90s movies with me and Jay's sister because I have always tried to play a matchmaker with her, and it always ends 
in the worst, most horrific way. This poor, poor woman. Like, seriously, the things that I have said. Although if it was a movie, it would end with Lauren leaving with the guy that she was trying to send (laughs) Danielle up with, and me just being the saddler. I'm truly in love with you! So anyway, Jay says to me, he says to me while he's on the phone, you know what, Lauren? You're drunk. You had a busy day. It was late. Maybe it's exhaustion. No, he said, if he's going to break up with her over this, she's better off knowing now that that's what he's going to break up with her over. Sound advice from producer And I was like, Jay, thank you. I thought thought he was going to be so mad at me. This is the best podcast he's ever had. It's happening right this minute. Why did it take 20 minutes to warm up? We should start. We should turn it on to 20 minutes, minutes in. Of stupid Thanksgiving to get the, the meat. I was right. planning on telling this story since you said we were going to talk well, about things. you need a producer. I was planning on telling you. Am I getting fucked? How do you get paid for this? <laughs> so, I don't have any stories like this. This is a fantastic story. And I'm glad that in the end, Bo is now Brother Bo. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Don't ever, ever call him that. <laughs> Brother Bo. <laughs> that sounds so I did not know red- his name was Bo. That sounds so rednecky. It sounds like something out of Song of the South. Yeah, I know, like Sounds of the Lambs. He should be on the Splash Mountain ride. Brother Bo. Brother Bo. Please don't throw me in that pub, Brother Bo. So this is a perfect ending to our perfect Thanksgiving podcast. Is my embarrassing story. So why don't we go around the table and we're going to hold hands. (laughs) And we're going to talk about how grateful we are that we're sitting at this table. And we're talking to the universe and the Twitterverse and the Facebookverse and the IGverse and the Snapverse. Um, yes, because this podcast could not happen without our very loyal listeners. Hey, yell your name out now. (laughs) (laughs) So please, if you've made it to this 40-minute mark. Um, just let us know you're out there. Yeah, comment. Comment. Hit the little like button. It will make our day. Five stars. Let's see where we can put us. We're going to keep going. We are no ones from nowhere. If we can be up there with the Adam Carollas and the Joe Rogans and the, you know, Karen Kugalas. And have like. I think we're going to be there. And I also (coughs) think I have things on the horizon too. I I think the drunk podcast needs to happen. Like the we do shots and we keep drinking. Keep podcasting. So I podcast. don't. So I don't do. Oh, I any. think this is pretty much that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to understand, though. I learned my lesson with Bo at Thanksgiving that I can only drink beer. <laughs> Which is why this is gold. <laughs> everything we say is gold, except our title is our first podcast. Now. I know, but it's also. But well, we can have catchphrases. We gotta make T-shirts. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble gobble.